Adam. Hello there. How are you? I'm good. I'm just after coming home from a walk and I'm still really itchy from where I had that sunburn. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's not great That's now. I went back, out. No? What? You got that a while back. Uh, last week is all. Oh. And today and yesterday I was out running again in my shorts. And if you know me at all, you know I don't do shorts. So my legs are not familiar with the sun at all. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you in shorts. I've gotten fond of shorts. I've bought two pairs in Aldi this week. Weird place to buy shorts. Where else am I going to buy them? Online, I suppose. But it's just weird. And you never see clothes in Aldi. Or at least, I don't go to Aldi much, I suppose. Very nice shorts. They're cargo shorts. Okay. I like them. I find them comfortable. And they're short enough that they're above the knee. They're also not short shorts. I'd love to see you in short shorts. That'll be gas. Adam? Yeah? Think about what you just said there. Just for the exercise of the thing. Like, you're not well, a short shorts person. No, but I would, like, you know, I play sports and stuff, so I would wear shorter shorts. Yeah. I suppose I probably have seen you in, like, gas shorts. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Would you be um, a fan of a speedo? No, no, no. That No, they're a bit disturbing. When's the last time you wore a speedo? Surely you had a pair at some stage. I would have been a child, I'm sure. Yeah, me too. I don't know why Speedo is like the go-to thing for kids. Yeah, I don't know. This is a weird... Let, let's move on from this odd topic. Is it making you uncomfortable? <laughs> Thinking of yourself I, as a child. That child is safe. That child is you. I did Pilates. I was afraid to ask. Go on, fill us in. So I'm just after finishing my Pilates and it was good. Some things were more difficult than others. In the middle of it, all right, there was one and it was just like, oh, dear God, I don't want to do this. And and then most of it was fine. Sometimes I'd forget to breathe. How do you forget to breathe? Just you'd be focusing on something and be like, you know, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. And I'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot about that part. <laughs> also, testicles are a hindrance. They're the enemy of the Pilates. Yeah, the because um, there's points where you're meant to put your knees together and it's like, oh, nope, that's not happening. Ah, here, how fucking big bald are you that you can't put your knees together? They're fucking massive, Adam. <laughs> like two oranges straddling a toothpick. <laughs> um, okay, so thoughts on it? I thought it was really good. I'm wondering whether how sore I'll be tomorrow. Big um, stretches. Like, I wasn't as bad as I thought I'd be. I thought I'd be way worse. I guess just because I had done, you know, so much stretches and stuff with GAA stuff that... It was kind of like, oh, oh, I'm not as not as bad as I thought I'd be. So give us a couple of the stretches. Like, what did you? What were you doing? Most of it you're doing. You're right. You got a mat, and you're on the mat. And have you met him before? You're on the mat, and you you might be on your back, and you've got to kind of curve your back a certain way, kind of lift yourself up, and you put your legs in what are, is a table mode, whereby they're kind of at a ninety degree angle at your knees. Okay. And like you're moving very slowly, so it seems like nothing's happening. But when you're in the position for an amount of time, then you're like, oh, shite. Yeah, this is a bit much. Okay, so it's about holding the positions. Yeah, by and large. Uh, you know, the movements are very 
subtle or slow or whatever, but it's about holding positions in it. There's kind of, you do a few Superman things. One of the things about it was I was on Zoom and she said to start, oh, pin me to the top of your Zoom thing so that, you know, it won't keep flicking to other people. But I was using my phone for the first time with Zoom and I didn't know how to pin her to it. So every now and again, I'd be just looking at somebody in the class going, hmm, all right, okay. <laughs> also, flatulence. That's the thing. Really? Yeah, because you're stretching and you're putting yourself in positions. And I was like, thank God my Zoom is on silent because I am farting like a trooper. Could you hear from anyone else? No, but I was kind of wondering about that. I was kind of going, hmm, I wonder if everyone else farting like a trooper. I mean, if they're first timers as well, I'm sure it's very possible. Hmm. What kind of contortion were you doing that you were farting? Well, you just, when you're down, lying down, you're, you kind of, you might be moving your stomach and then you're, oh, there's a fart. <laughs> um, I think, I think you bitched out. I think the power move there was to not put it on mute. <laughs> it would have been, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I had a choice in the matter though. Right. Okay. So I did that and I was very good with my duathlon stuff as well. I went okay. off for a 40 minute cycle yesterday and I went for a 20 minute run today. That's brilliant, Stephen. You're doing great. That's that's a huge turnaround. It is, yeah. Are you feeling all right at the moment? I am. I'm a little bit after the Pilates. I'm a little bit kind of, I don't know. I think I was just because I was lying down, you know, putting a little bit of pressure on myself. But I'm good. Do so you think it's something you're going to keep up? You're going to go back next week? Yeah, I I don't think it's something I'll do the whole time. But it's something I, I, I'll probably do again or, you know, occasionally. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit reluctant to put too much on myself. In that, if I I prefer to do the duathlon training as my my thing. Why? Well, it's sort of a long term thing, and it's just my preferred go to. Okay. Why? Because you think you get better results out of it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're serving different purposes, but the duathlon training would, I think, be better for a losing weight perspective. Yes. Is there anything from the Pilates you're going to kind of keep in like your everyday now that you can add to a, a daily routine, or just not bothered? Oh, there's lots I could do, but whether or not I do them, I mean, it's hard enough to get me to do the duathlon stuff. Yes, I'm noticing that. So we'll we'll see how we go. But definitely in the duathlon thing, there's days where you've, you're meant to do core work. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I was thinking maybe trying to adapt some of it into that. I don't know. I don't know enough about this Pilates to know what to do on my own if there wasn't somebody showing me. I'm sure I'd get videos and stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, by virtue of the fact that we have a podcast, it means you are connected to the Internet. I'm sure you can find something. What would be cool maybe for the end of next week is if you can actually map out a daily thing to go right Mondays, I do this and this. And then you actually have points for yourself that you have to hit. Well, I have that in my duathlon list. Okay. Yeah. But can you build your own? What do you mean? As if like, well, your duathlon is just duathlon. You go, okay, running, cycling, core. But I mean, we can get more specific than that. Can we? You know, if you go, okay, Tuesdays, I have 15 minutes of Pilates, five minutes of meditation. Um, This is what I know in advance I'm going to have to cook. That'll stop you. You know, you'll be able to plan it in advance and stop buying those fucking jam bonds. And yeah, I know they're lovely. Yeah, they're good, but not conducive to what we're doing at all. And then, you know, you, you have your set long pieces each day, which is the duathlon training. I dreamt I was fighting Mike Tyson yesterday. Anything to avoid committing to fucking something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go on, well, tell I, me about your dream. Yeah, I dreamt that I was... And I think because we were talking about Mike Tyson yesterday, who was sort of on my mind, I dreamt that I was set up to fight Mike Tyson. Did you fight him? 
Uh, no, I managed to I managed to weasel my way out of that one. I could have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I'd, I wouldn't like to fight Mike Tyson. Did you talk to him in the dream? Yeah, yeah, we were kind of like becoming a bit friendly and he was trying to do these three round charity fight things that he's doing. Mm. And he asked me, would I fight him in one of them? And I was like, yeah. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, dear God, no. Did you did he have the, the voice, the Mike Tyson voice? Oh, yeah, he was full Mike Tyson. Like uh, he was also a little bit Frederick Tatumy. Yeah. Or Frederick Tatumy in uh, that, you know, he was a bit cartoonish. Yeah. Mm. OK. So that was that. So you went Would for you a walk Would you ever try today. boxing? Would I ever try boxing? I'd like to try boxing. I'd say I'd be awful at it. I think you'd be good. It, it, it's, you've got a stubbornness that you'd keep going and it would really tackle the problem of motivation because, I mean, you can't not be motivated when there's someone else trying to punch you in the tits. Yeah, I would like to do boxing, but I, you see, the thing is, I'd say I'd be way too slow, you know. But there's entertainment value in that, too. Mm, it's true. I remember years ago going, there was a kind of white collar boxing night on and they had heavy gloves. It was interesting to watch, but I, yeah, I, I, don't, I think I'd be really slow at it. I remember they used to do that in Limerick, but I never understood the caveat white collar well it was just by white collar is i suppose it's generally associated as a sort of a working class thing and the white collar boxing was sort of like you're just giving it a go it's not your okay kind of like it's it's not like a white belt in karate or something it's not your world really the boxing thing but you're just giving boxing a go i guess that's what they meant by white white collar boxing fair enough Um, that's not something i could ever do i used to do some form of like Martial art when I was very young, but I, I didn't keep with it clearly. I could not imagine you throwing a punch. I was grand at it, but it wasn't a very punchy thing. It was more of a defendy thing. Okay. It wasn't Crap. great. And I I just have like a, a horrible visceral memory of just loads of kids keeping the money to pay the teachers in their shoes and the teachers never being quite happy about that. <laughs> that is quite funny. Mm-hmm. It's something like talking to people in retail who are still working at the moment, the biggest gripe they have is that people still seem to be keeping money in their bras. Oh, it's disgusting. I worked in Nesso years ago and there was nothing worse than when someone would come in and pull out a sweaty bra fiver and hand it to you. It was just like, this is disgusting. Stop it. Yeah, no, not cool with the sweaty bra fibers. But even now when you're like not supposed to be really using cash money, if you can avoid it, people yeah. are still slapping out the, the titty cash. Yeah, like I kind of adhered to the whole don't don't be paying with cash unless I'm paying 50 quid for 50 quid diesel or something. I'd be like, yeah, that's that's OK. But mm. if there's a proper exchange there, I'm, I'm not buying it. Do you have minimum amounts that you'll use contactless on or that you won't use contactless on? No. See, I, I generally I don't carry cash. I just use my, my beep, my card or my phone. But my mother recently we were talking and she was like, Jesus, don't ever um buy a coffee with contactless. People will think you're poor. <laughs> Wow, I never... Yeah, no, it's not something I ever would have thought either, but she's like, you know, you'd always have change in your pocket enough to buy a coffee or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't. It's, if anything, it's harder to save because you're losing little coins, you know, left, right and centre. You just, everything's on the card. Beep, thanks, I'll have my coffee and I'll go. But yeah, there are some people who feel spending like just a euro on contactless is a bit weird. Yeah, it would have been weird years ago when you had to put in your card and press the thing it it very much felt like but yeah when contactless came in it was just like no that's just easier yeah uh, 
No, I would I wouldn't be in agreement on that one. No, me neither. Tell me, did you hear about Brian Adams being a racist? No. Right, he put out a tweet today. And Wait, which one is Brian Adams now? Because I get them mixed up. Summer of 69. <laughs> Delightful. Go on. Yeah, nice. He put out this tweet today and give me your, your reaction to a, a rational millionaire human being saying this. Tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. But thanks to some fucking bat-eating, wet-market animal-selling, virus-making, greedy bastards, the whole world is now on hold. I don't think that's racist as much as it's... Like, well, it's, like that co- is... it's calling Chinese people uh, bat-eating, greedy bastards. I don't... I mean, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in agreement that it, it's racist because it would be racist if, if he added Chinese in there. But as it stands, that's kind of the narrative that we've been fed. I don't know whether it's true or not, but... Similarly, it's not. Yeah. I also heard, like, that the first case was an American soldier in Wuhan. Um, I don't know whether that's true. I mean, there's so many stories about it. But, I mean, that's he's just he's just regurgitating the, the narrative. I don't think it's racist. I think it's just... Uh, he could have been a little cooler about it than saying fucking bad-eating, wet-market animals, hell and virus-making greedy bastards. Like that's it's it's singling out the Chinese people as being responsible for all this, and it's completely unnecessary. He's just having a fucking um, a tizzy for himself. Well, yeah, I mean it is a bit gross eating bats. I don't know. I reckon I'd give it a go. Eating it, I don't know. I remember watching your man Bourdain. Is it? Yeah, Alan Bourdain. Anthony. Anthony Bourdain. And he um, he was in Thailand and he was drinking raw pig's blood in a soup. Oh, no, not for me now. Oh, it was fucking revolting. Now, I'd be all for trying things, but that was just perverted. And if he caused uh, a global pandemic by eating that crap. And then I was looking it up and like, uh, I think 20 people had died from doing the same thing. I mean, just just don't do daft things. Yeah, but I'd still, I'd, I'd try a bat. Like, if someone said, here, here's a bit of cooked bat, um, would you eat a human? Oh, I wouldn't eat a human, no. That's, why would you even ask? Would you eat a human? Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth. Huh. Spit. Here's a fact for you. Do you know uh, Jemison, the whiskey crowd? I'm familiar with their work. James Jemison, who was like, I think he was a grandson or great-grandson of John Jemison, he went to Africa in the 19th century and bought a slave girl and gave her to a cannibal tribe to eat so he could see them eating her. What a pervert. I did know this. He, He did it for like his travel journals or something, didn't he? Yeah, what a pervert. Yeah, absolute bastard. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not cool at all. No, no, no fun, Jameson. Like, I, I know there was more to the story, but I can't remember it. But either way, like, yeah, feeding a girl to cannibals is not cool. And even I just like, like to put myself on the record and say I'm against it. I'm against it myself, but th- th- it seems like there's something even worse about the fact that he paid to watch other people eat her and he didn't try it himself. I think that's a left left field argument, but well, still... it's it's what he got off was voyeurism, not cannibalism. Yeah. yeah, you know when you were a kid and you'd buy the the sour sweets, like the little round, really sour boys, 
and you'd give them to someone going, oh, try this, this oh, is yeah, yeah. Really sweet. And then you'd watch them going, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit voyeuristic, but also at the core, it is wrong. Cannibalism is wrong. That's that's the message we want from this podcast. Yeah, cannibalism, not great. Okay, well, we leave it at that, Adam. Yeah, okay. I'm off to go eat a person. Don't do that. That would be against the health binge code. Well, I will stop eating cannibals once you drop a stone. Fair enough. Good night, Adam. Bye-bye.